Hello and welcome back to our last episode of Render.ldn, standing for London where we are. I'm Peter, I'm here with Diego, Tatenda and a special guest. Yes, hello everybody, my name is Josephine, I'm from Sweden and uh, yep, it's going to be great to be part. And since the topics of our last podcast were like hope, joy, peace, cultivating, identity and truth... Um, we want to close all these topics now with a really special topic um, about Jesus. And yeah, I think without Jesus, nothing makes sense. So it's a good time now to speak about Jesus. And yeah. I think in order to understand what Jesus did for us, it's very important to understand as well what uh, Adam and Eve did. Uh, so everybody know actually this old story that is they uh, like sin they uh, disobey God by eating the forbidden fruit and that stuff and it was very important because now we are paying that price as well. So I think a, a very common concern of the people that it's like new in the gospel or even me like <laughs> a couple of years ago was like why something that Adam and Eve did it's uh, it's still been in my life like why am I paying the that price uh, for what they did and actually if you if you think this uh, more and more uh, you're gonna realize that if we were in the in the shoes of Aiden, uh, Adam and Eve in those times. We would do the same, uh, like just just thinking this, like when when you when you were a kid and your mom says like you can do whatever you want, but don't touch this or don't do this. The first thought that goes to your mind it's mm, what about if I do that? Maybe you didn't, but the thought it's right there it's right there that seed that com came from aid from adam uh, and it's that seed that uh, jesus wanna wanna change in our minds and it's it's that is why jesus died in the cross for uh, for make us free of that yeah and um yeah i really agree like what you're saying and i think it's really important that we look from the beginning that god um created us for love and for a relationship um, that he wanted to be with us. He wanted to be close to us. So he gave us life and that God is all good and he's all perfect. And that was his intention. Um, so then what Adam and Eve did really was that they um, chose for themselves that, okay, we can eat this fruit and then we can know things. We no longer need God. Um, and by that they disconnected from God, like disconnected from the source of life and decided that, you know, I can do this on my own. I can have knowledge of good and evil. I can make decisions on my own. I don't need to ask God anymore. But then a consequence with that was that they couldn't be in his presence anymore because it's like, how say, if I choose to be without God, I exclude myself from his presence. Um, yeah. Yeah, what Josephine said I think is really important. Um, so often in our lives, we can try to have the benefits of life with God, but without having God. Um, and then we kind of struggle with seeing um, death in our lives, not like physical death, but um, spiritual death. 
um, suffering and things like that um, because we're not connected to God. Um, but there is hope. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I'm going to read a, Bible, a couple of Bible verses uh, from Romans 5, verses 18 and 19. Um, and they kind of talk about how through Adam, we we sort of inherited, as Diego said, like this sort of this seed and we inherited this death, this spiritual death. But um, the whole reason Jesus came is so that we can have access to life with God once again. So um, it says, Therefore, as one trespass led to the condemnation of all men, so one act of righteousness leads to justification and life for all men. For as by the one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners, so by the one man's obedience, the many will be made righteous. Um, So there it's comparing Adam with Jesus. Um, So through Adam and Eve's sin, um, we kind of lost that that connection to God. But through Jesus's death on the cross, we have this way of being in relationship once again with God, who is the source of life. Um, And when we choose to be in that place, then we kind of um, we get back to that place of of having life um, that's flowing through us. Because I I think you also like that's a very common question that um, many people ask that why um, does Adam sin? Why does it affect me? Like I didn't do what Adam did. And this also ties together what Diego was saying that maybe we sometimes can like ask ourselves that or like blame Adam. But actually we're all done what Adam has done. We've disobeyed God or we've done things that we're not proud of. uh, We've hurt other people. Um, But also as just a consequence that what I do have consequence for other people and also what my ancestors have done also has consequences um, like pain or hurt or destruction um, like for example things that happen to my parents of course they've gone through things and then in my family I'm also going to suffer the consequences of them and then in that way also my children will uh, so that's also if we trace that back we will trace that hurt and pain and destruction back to Adam uh, because no one is, is perfect. But as Tatan was saying, we can tie that to back, back together that Jesus was perfect. He came and he led a righteous life. And also like believing in him and also giving our lives to Jesus, we can also be part of that new direction that Jesus gave us, um, which is righteousness, perfection, is healing. Um, yeah. Yeah, and as you said, like disobedience um, leads to death and distract- destruction. Um, I think this is also like really um, also for us relevant and um, we of course we can um, yeah look at Adam and Jesus uh, but we also can apply this for us and um, for our own lives and um, we we when we choose to s- when we choose to turn us away from God when we are choose to be disobedient um, we will get to know our consequences and um, yeah as um yeah, as uh, you guys um, already said, like Jesus, the second Adam, um, yeah, perfect, obedient, until he went to um, to the cross to deliver us. And Jesus as our yeah, role model, as our perfect um, model, um, also says, like, for example, in 1 Corinthians 11, one says, you should take me as an example. Um, so it's basically, like, he calls us also to be obedient and how wonderful is it that he also give us, gives us this, the, the gift 
to set us free also from sin when we forgive and um, when we receive forgiveness from him and repent. Yeah, I was actually um, reading a definition for repentance recently. Um, and I've always understood, because I've grown up in a Christian family, that repentance is like when you do something wrong and um, you're sorry about it, so you kind of, you you stop doing it, you, you put it into action and you, um, you move away from that. Um, but recently when I was reading about it, something in the definition really struck me and it was saying that it's actual... Um, submitting control to God um, that it's not just like oh okay I did something bad and I'm going to try and stop but it's actually recognizing God's authority in your life mm. which kind of blew my mind a bit because I'd never thought about it in that way but when we talk about repentance and its connection to obedience as well it's recognizing okay I've disobeyed God so now I actually need to walk under him. I need to walk in obedience to him. It's not just about me living my life and making a few changes where it's comfortable, <laughs> but it's complete. That's I think the definition that I read, it said something about complete surrender to. Um, and I think that's something that was really important to bear in mind when it comes to then understanding everything that comes with the cross. Oh, that's, that's really cool. Um, in Swedish, we call repentance omvendelse which like literally means to turn around. So it's like uh, you're walking in one direction and that direction is obviously away from God. And then you stop and actually turn around and walk in another direction, which would be like towards God. Um, but that's the literal translation of that word we have in Swedish. Also, I think it's uh, very curious. Um, for me, it's important. The translation from the Hebrew, that is the original word, that is teshuvah. That means a uh, return, and and for me it's amazing this word actually. It's like you can imagine very easily, uh, you make something wrong and you want to return and don't make that uh, again. You know, it, and it's not something that is perfect. It's not something that you're gonna be perfect in your life and you don't gonna sin again. It's mostly that you really want to return. You know, and that is what Jesus wants to do with you, like uh, uh, forgiving you and giving you this uh, possibility. It's return your path and he wants to even return us to Eden, the paradise he originally designed us to live in. And for me, repentance is like really deep and intimate. And um, also, for, also for me, it's like taking also the decision to um to make something better what you did like for me um repentance is like two steps one step is acknowledge what you did wrong it acknowledge what brings you to um the disconnection of god and then um to know what you can do better to to be connected with god to walk on his hand and um yeah yeah um I was just thinking as as I'm hearing you guys speak as well and I had a bit of like a light bulb moment. Um, I think so often the idea of repentance, it can feel like it's something really foreign to us. Like we have to turn around to something else. Um, so, you know, we struggle, like we've talked about in our, in our previous episodes, we've talked about hope and joy and things like that. So we're struggling with hopelessness and we have to turn to joy, to hope, or we struggle with lack of joy and we have to turn to joy. But actually 
that was our original design that's what god originally created us to have and it is like this kind of this coming home which the definition that diego had the hebrew one i think really captures that um sin has so marked the way we see things that we get we've gotten comfortable with living that isn't really living um you know our identity has become so marked with things that are not of god that it seems like returning to returning to jesus is going somewhere completely new but actually that's our home um and i think when we begin to have this perspective that um i'm made for relationship with god that is where i belong and everything else is um isn't isn't from me isn't shouldn't be part of my identity then i think we can become quicker to kind of as as peter mentioned to recognize the things that we need to repent of to be like and have that conviction that actually i don't want this in my life i i need to get rid of this i need to repent and and go back home so now also we spoke about like uh, our part in like repenting and choosing to turn around and like wanting to come back home with god but also in that um, is the power of Jesus that he transforms our heart, that we we believe and we put our trust in him, but actually him transforming us. And I think this is such a message of hope for anyone who's struggling out there or like, you know, struggling in pain, struggling um, with different things or sin, that Jesus will transform your heart. He will take you there. Also, like what Jesus says about himself, that he says, I am the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And that's what we've been speaking about, that we cannot come home without, like through Jesus, believing in, in Jesus, because we cannot just change ourselves and try to work. We can try to be better. We can try to change our mind, our attitude. But the only one who can really transform us and with his truth and his love is Jesus. And he wants to bring us there. He wants to bring us home. He wants to bring us to the Father. And also going along with what Josephine says, I think the Bible is very clear in John 3 that says, So that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life. For this is how God loved the world. He gave uh, his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world not to judge the world but to save the world through him. And guys, this is the good news. There is no hard path to to go to heaven. Is You have to believe in Jesus and trust in him. And... And this is a very, very good news, I think, for for everyone. Also, in, in the cost context that this letter was written, uh, the people thought that you can go to heaven like by your action and stuff, and not. It's it's belief in what Jesus did. It's not something that you deserved. It's something that Jesus gave to you because he loved you. And this is the path that Jesus opened to us. Uh, and it's not something that we earned. It's something that he gave us. And and for me, that this is like a, a huge gift for us and a huge demonstration of love. And I think for me, it's really important to show this before my eyes, what Jesus really did for us, also on a daily basis, actually. And I actually, and honestly, um, yeah, tend to neglect this and um to to f to see this as not really wow as really important and um but actually it is a 
a real reason to rejoice and i think to um to receive this joy and to give this joy to other people is also kind of our command and um also to be like really thankful for that because it's not like um self evident and yeah to also to recognize this huge grace of god and um also this love um and i don't know in the beginning of the dds i had this really huge revelation i didn't notice before i haven't heard it before that really god loved in this moment jesus in the same way as he loves us and this was like a thunder in my in my <laughs> in my brain because it's incredible like if you imagine this and um yeah just taste it on your tongue how incredible and, and what an amazing gift this is Yeah, and um, as well, I can share a little bit from my life. And um, so, for example, um, I yeah, I like I would like to share how I actually became a Christian. Um, I come from a Christian family, so like hearing about God and hearing the message of God, I I knew it, but I didn't really see God move so much in my life. And unfortunately, like when I was a young teenager, I struggled so much with like mental health, low self esteem. Um, I had depression. I had eating disorders. I like everything um and that was the time where i was also like i was in and out of psychiatry and nothing was helping and i was really really in a dark place and that's where i was like okay jesus i've heard that you healed i've i've heard this every sunday school um but i haven't seen it um and i'm gonna trust you now like now jesus is a good time for you to show up um that you are who you say you are so jesus please heal me and I didn't have any, um, you know, evidence that this is going to work. Like Christianity could be a scam. Uh, but in that moment, I chose to trust Jesus and, and also believe in him that he could do it. And shortly after that, God touched my life. Um, for example, my eating disorders were gone over one night, which is like incredible. So out of his mercy and his love, he healed me. Um, and I, in that moment, I had the choice to just continue living my life the way I wanted to live it, um, being healed and in freedom. But for me, that was just like, this is not enough. Like, I want to follow Jesus because I see that this is the truth. Um, so I can just go on and, and follow him. And also then to see as a result of that, being in truth, God has done so much in my life. But not that I intentionally like, sought for it. It's just that that's the result, as we say, coming back to the original design who God made you to be, and that puts order in your in your life. Well, I think that's very powerful, and also uh, it's very important to understand that Jesus didn't came to uh, to promise us to uh, this uh, this eternal life like in the future when you pass away. It's an eternal life in this life that you are living right now. Uh, that the, with the problems that you have, with the good things that happen in your life right now, this is the eternal life. The eternal life begins when you accept Jesus, not when you when you pass away. So, I think f with this uh, one passage in the Bible that I really loved, and it's one of my favorites. It's Hosea two fourteen to sixteen. Uh, Tatenda, could you read it for me, please? Yeah, uh, it says, But then I will win her back once again. I will lead her into the desert and speak tenderly to her there. I will return her vineyards to her and transform the valley of trouble into a gateway of hope. She will give herself to me there, as she did long ago when she was young, 
when I freed her from her captivity in Egypt. When that day comes, says the Lord, you will call me my husband instead of my master. Wow. <laughs> For me, this is really, really powerful. It's God talking about his people, about Israel. And in that context, Israel was really disobedient. Even when God uh, showed them a lot of goods, a lot of uh, parts of himself, uh, himself. Uh, even with that, Israel gave everything uh, that God gave them to Baal, that was another God, uh, that and and God start to say like, uh, even when you are disobedient with me, even when when I give you everything and you give me your back, uh, I I gonna still love you and I gonna call you uh, my wife, like say to to the to his people, and you gonna call me like my husband, not not more my my Lord. That it's like uh, showing his uh, deep love for us. And we are part of that uh, of that people, the people from God, and He still loves us. And even when you personally uh, you give God your back, and it's the only thing that you give, or you say like, "I for me it's not that important, God," and those stuff, uh, God gonna love you, anyways. And God uh, already give His Son for you, uh, the life of His only Son. And I think this is very deep for me, like the love of God that is not based in feelings, that it not, uh, it's it's firm, it's rooted, rooted. And this is the deep love that God have uh, for us. It's that they make those efforts, like this this entire is history of love uh, that you can read in the Bible. Uh, God made this uh, for us, for return us back to the Eden for for make us live this eternal life in in right now in this life that you are living right now yeah i think everything that we've been talking about today is um is really good news that we have this this hope um for relationship with god and that we can have this life um right now we don't need to wait for something else um i think I've also just, as we've been talking, been so struck by this um, this need for a deeper revelation um, that God is my home. Um, so I really encourage you this week um, to to think about this and um, ask yourself: Are there any areas of my life that need a deeper revelation that my home is in God? Um, are there any areas of my life that are just not? aligning with the reality that I am part of God's family um, and ask God to give you a deeper revelation of, of what that looks like um, to be called home into him, into his life. And yeah, since we all believe that Jesus is like our perfect mm -hmm. man, our perfect idol, our savior, I think this is a good practical application to to neglect everything bad in your relationship for example with the other person for example in your marriage or in your friendship or i don't know for example also in your job for your boss in front of your boss and to put aside all negative thoughts about this person or um yeah all these bad habits attitudes whatever and to re try to to seek to see jesus in them and all these good attitudes Because then you you try to love them also more, and I really want to also ask you, 
um, yeah, how often or do you actually see Jesus and in in your family, for example, or in in your relationships? And I have a challenge for you if you're listening to this and you have yet not um, have an encounter with God or you don't believe in God. And my question for you is, what do you have to lose? Um, if God is real, um, what do you have to lose to try to seek him out? If he's really there, if he's really exists. And also, if you're listening to this and you come to the conclusion that you would like to believe in God, that you would like to believe in Jesus, um, that you would like to follow Jesus, or maybe you're listening to this and you know Jesus, but somehow you wandered away from, from God um, and you would like to come home, you would like to come back, um, you can repeat what I am saying, but say it as if it's your own words. And that would be like, uh, Jesus, um, I would like to have you in my life again. I can see in my life that I have been doing things um, that I'm not proud of. Um, I've sinned. I have disobeyed. I've gone my own way. I have selfishness. Jesus, I want to accept your forgiveness for me. And I believe in you. I believe that you died, that you resurrected and that you have eternal life for me. So Jesus, please come and show yourself, reveal yourself to me, and I believe in you. I think this is a really powerful prayer, and I really invite you to do this, to speak out loud this. And yeah, if you have still questions about um, the faith, about Christianity in general, about something we discussed in our um, podcasts here today, or in the recent podcasts um, about the other topics, Yeah, I want to invite you that you um, just contact us and on our Instagram um, page renda.ldn and um, we certainly will answer you. So don't be afraid. And um, if you also need prayer, please contact us. Um, we really um, want to pray for you with pleasure. And um, yeah, I think that's so far all what we have. And um, I want to invite you to, yeah, to subscribe us, to like, to comment, and of course to share this podcast with friends, family, and whoever comes to your mind. And yeah, see you. Bye. 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 Ciao, mama. Today we want to talk about this, um, a special topic. Um, yeah, since the last topics of the weeks um, we had the last. <laughs> 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 no. Yeah. Testify. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. couldn't resist. Hello. <laughs> 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 What are areas of my life that need this deeper revelation? <laughs> <laughs>